How's it going? Good. How you doing, brother? Thanks for doing this a second appearance now for me. So thank you. I know. I know. Well, we're honored to have you on. And and from what I hear, uh, today's a special day for you. Is that right? <laughs> the big five zero happened. Big, happy birthday, my friend. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Any, it, any special plans? Yeah, my wife is, is taking me into New York. We're going to uh, Sparks, a famous steakhouse um, that was frequented by the mob in, in the yesteryear, but it's this old-fashioned steakhouse. And then we're going to go see Jim Gaffigan tonight. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. hilarious. He's so funny. He's so funny. So I, I cannot wait. Awesome. I'm actually, awesome. right when we wrap up, uh, I'm heading home, and we're going to clean up and head out. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm glad to, uh, to spend a little bit of your birthday today together here. So Thanks. thank you for carving time out for us. Yeah. Like you mentioned, second time on our, our podcast here, just really interested to dive in deeper on, on what's going on in your life and your work and, and your book that's come out. So yeah, you want to talk, talk us through a little bit about your latest book? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. So awesome. uh, a little bit pluggy. I got it right here. Surprise, surprise. It's called Get Different. And uh, I thought maybe I'll also share how it came about. Go for it. I um, so you know I, I travel around speaking, and um, it, it slowed down significantly in the in the real world, so to speak. But there's still a lot virtually. And um, but over the last seven, maybe eight years, I've been surveying audiences, asking them what is their primary source of leads. And uh, what I found, the vast majority of small businesses, hands down, depend on client referral. And uh, we brag about it. I, I've owned multiple businesses. I still do. And I always would say, hey, I, you know, 80% of my leads come from client referral, 100%, whatever. And I'd brag about that. And I, I think it is a point to be proud of. But the problem is this, is while your clients are recognizing the value of your service or product, and they feel confident enough to refer you to their trusted friends and colleagues and associates, they're also in control of your marketing. So you're at the whim of your clients to market for you. And the effect on many small businesses is feast or famine. You know, business is great because I got some referrals. Oh my God, there's nothing going on. Why are my clients referring me? So while I consider that the icing on the cake, client referral, we really need to build the cake, a system or method for attracting a continual stream of opportunity, one that we can control. I wrote Get Different to talk about strategies on how to do exactly that, how to get attention in a very noisy marketplace, how to attract prospects who are really compelled, interested, desirous of what you have to offer, and then how to give them specific direction to consume your offering. Um, that's why I wrote this book. Awesome. Well, I, I can definitely relate because we in the in the medical world, right? As you remember, I'm a chiropractor and we have a good chiropractic and physical therapy following of private practice owners. And we rely on other doctors referrals. So we are, we're at the mercy of what they say about us before patients end up ever even stepping foot in our office. Um, so I can definitely relate to, um, almost like the dependence, uh, on other professionals for, for the referrals. Exactly. I, um, I worked with a chiropractor specifically in the research for this book and same thing. He was dependent on other doctors and word of mouth and uh, it was a feast for famine. So what we did and, and what I suggest every chiropractic doctor or anyone starts off with is, I call it the who, what, and when. The who is who are we targeting and serving? What are we offering them that they will benefit from? And what's the win? How do they come out ahead, but how do we come out ahead? Like what's the transaction we want? Hmm. The who, we need to be very specific. 
I found that many businesses, and I struggled with this too in the beginning, had very broad visions of who we serve. You know, any anyone who has uh, pain or problems in their gait, they're perfect. But I talked with, his name is Drew. I talked with Drew. I said, who's the ideal client? And that's the real who. He said, you know who it is? He goes, it's, uh, it's, it's moms who bring in their children um, that are you know, young athletes. The stress put on children's body bodies today and, and how much we push them in sports uh, can, can overwhelm a, a growing human. Um, and he goes, and the mom's a decision maker. The, the, kid, the kid is the, the beneficiary of the service. So then we said, well, where do they gather? And that is where you should target your marketing. Well, there's th these athletic events, there's these tournaments and so forth, but there's also the gathering day that when the team forms and everyone's all registered up that uh, the, the volunteer coach comes about and says, hey, here's what we're gonna do. And so the different strategy, and let me tell you what different is. Different is not being outrageous. This is not about dressing like Bozo the Clown with your big floppy shoes and that yucca yucca horn. What this is about is leaning into a strategy that is authentic to you, but also different from the white noise, what everyone else is doing. Every chiropractic is doctor is saying, hey, to other doctors, medical doctors uh, do, that do say surgery and so forth, saying, hey, can you refer opportunities to me? Um, and so that surgeon is getting you know 10 or 15 different chiropractors trying to get the opportunities. But this was wide open space. So he called on the coaches and said, hey, I'm a chiropractic doctor and I provide uh, you know, such and such services, but I specialize in student and youth athletes. I would love to come to uh, your opening meeting and just explain how parents can take care of their children, how can children can care for themselves, some techniques for self-care. And also I'm available should anyone have uh, a pain or an issue, uh, you're welcome to visit my offices. And sure enough, he started lapping up business. Dr. Drew would walk into so many tournaments where he's met with people and they come running to him and say, hey, Dr. Drew, I feel so much better. My performance is better. I'm just not in pain. And uh, the, the moms fell in love with him because right. you know, there's this kind of battling uh, feelings or emotions. I want my kids to get exercise, be an athlete, to learn skills around teams and so forth. But I don't want them to be injured or harm, uh, harmed, uh, particularly, you know, repetitive stress injuries. And uh, how do you solve this? And he had the solution. He marketed accordingly. It was a different approach. No one else used it. And he laughed up business. That's awesome. And, and I, I can definitely relate to um, the traditional private practice owner where they, uh, they're, they're starving for the business. Yeah. And they're, they're ready, they're ready to take on more, more customers, more patients. They're, they're trying not to become more dependent on the referrals from other medical providers, but they're, they're also taking, I love what you said earlier, that, that they'll take anyone with a pulse, you know, they'll, right. they'll almost wear it like a badge of honor. Yeah. We treat babies and we treat 90. We can do anything. We can do anything. I'm like, well, then you're telling me, <clears throat> you're telling me that you don't know who you best serve. Right. If you and, can't, and if can't you, speak their language. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So when he started, when Drew started focusing on youth athletes, he started to speak about their language. He started to understand their needs. What's interesting is weekends, uh, which you think would be a busy time for some chiropractic offices because people aren't working, were the slowest times. That's when the students are going on these two-day trips, uh, you know, wherever the tournament is of the day. Um, the interesting thing is 
right after school hours, so starting around 2.30, uh, there was a, a band of time that he could get people in uh, or before. So he had hours starting at 6 a.m. till school starts. Then he had from 2.30 till in the evening. And uh, weekends wasn't open because th there wasn't demand for it. So he had these free weekends where his competition was trying to do the seven-day week schedule. Right. But the most interesting thing is you also acquire extraordinary skill sets. So you start seeing patterns as you're providing these services and you can start providing remedies. I don't remember some of the technology used, but uh, footwear, I never realized the impact footwear had um, on, on our skeletal structure. And he started sharing some stuff like this, this was mind blowing, but just like the proper inserts and so forth in, in your cleats, in your shoes, but it's different for children than adults. He, he got really good at this. He started to build vendor affiliations and, and they started giving him a referral or commission on the products that they were, that his patients were consuming. And, and he could dictate a premium. At one point, it didn't happen too much, but, uh, and, and I'm no longer working with him directly. His business continues to soar. But I remember at one point, he had someone from three states away hear about services and said, I want my child specifically going to you. Instead of the local chiropractor, drove three states. I don't know how many hours of driving time that was, just so he, Dr. Drew, could see this youth patient. And um, that points to the power of specialization. And when we target our marketing to one community and we build a reputation there, we naturally start building expertise right behind it. So good. So good. Yeah. I would say in our, in our office, we specialize in helping active individuals between the ages of 14 and 40 that are mm -hmm. involved in some tour, some type of sport athletic event uh, or activity. And so yeah. we, we specialize in trying to get them back to the activities they love without the use of medications or surgeries that's, that's who we help. So if you fit into that category, and yes, we've had people younger than 14. Yeah, that'll and, naturally happen. And, and yeah. we've had people older than 40, 50, 60, but they're involved in an event. So they felt like we were speaking to their problem and that before they ever came in, they felt like we understood them because they wanted to get back to their activity. And we already had on our website, we had already just proclaimed, we want to help you get back to the activity that you love. So I really do agree with the specialization and your niche. You got to know your, you know, your avatar. You got to know the, the person totally. that, that you want to, to help serve. So yeah, really, really, I'm excited. Your book just came out, right? It just came yeah. out on, on the 21st of September. Just released. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm so excited about the momentum it has and, and the interest I'm getting from, from so many small business owners. Um, and particularly around the, the core element, and maybe I can just recap it real quick. There, there's yeah, this core element it. called DAD or framework in the book. It stands for the three stages of effective marketing. So we talked about who to target, but when you do target a community, you have to do the first element, which is D, is do different. And what I mean by this is there is a common white noise, a common way people are marketing, and you have to do something that changes the, the frame because people will notice different it's very hard to notice the same pattern. In fact, Siren, I'm going into New York later uh, today to celebrate my birthday with my wife. And uh, in New York, and this is actually true uh, everywhere now, sirens for ambulances used to be the high-low whine. They've changed that because people were dying as a result. Literally, you hear that high-low so often that you don't even hear it anymore. And people would be walking across crosswalks as the ambulance is ripping down the road and they would have these head-on collisions and kill people. So they changed the sirens to be disruptive. 
beeps, chirps, high, low, then real low, and then another chirp, changing it up because that variability is different and it jogs attention. So in our marketing, whatever every other chiropractor is doing to target the same patients you are, don't do that. Right. You know, if, if if you're working with uh, adult athletes, I used to be in a lacrosse league for, for a long time after college. Um, first of all, go there where no one else is going, but but do something different. Maybe your marketing for the for lacrosse members is is you you instead of showing the spine, you use a lacrosse stick and you show it all bent up and say, we fix issues like this, not your stick, but your back. Right. And now that is something that's so different. I've never seen a chiropractor do something like that. It's a high chirp, beep, honk, it'll get my attention. But different alone is not enough. Different gets attention, but it also must be A, that's the second part of dad, attractive. Mm-hmm. Meaning it's got to speak to me. And you got to do this quickly. You know, when we garner someone's attention, when we hear that chirp, beep, and honk, we'll pay attention for about one-tenth of a second before we decide, should I keep paying attention or is this irrelevant? So once you garner attention, speak to the need of that patient immediately. And you can do it through, you know, feeling pain, we fix that. That's speaking to a need. But you may simply do it through entertainment or education. You may say, hey, listen, you may be pain-free, but you may be building toward that. I want to show you a technique to prevent it from ever happening in the first place. You can show things to people even if they don't have an immediate need. And that's how you stay attractive. And the last part of dad, the final D stands for direct. Once they have this knowledge in your marketing, what's the action you want them to take? And uh, the key about direct is be specific, but also be safe. What I mean by specific is give them one action to take. Sign up for our email address, come into our office, whatever it is, but be one thing. But also be safe. If you tell a patient, a new patient, hey, give me you know $10,000 and we're going to cover your chiropractic services for the next five years uh, with that deposit, they'd say, uh, what? It's overwhelming. It's unsafe. So we have to ask something where they feel comfortable to do the transaction. And sometimes it's not doing the buy right there. It may be like, hey, uh, give me your email address and I'll give you the 10 ways uh, to maintain good health uh, for yourself as a adult athlete. Right. Now there's a currency exchange. You're giving knowledge, but you also have permission to email me. And then your job, our job as the vendor is to matriculate that to the ultimate transaction where they're getting and benefiting the service that we provide. That's the dad framework. And any marketing you do, just look at it and say, have I checked off all the parts of dad? Does dad approve? And if it's dad approved, it's likely to be very successful. That is brilliant. I like I like the uh, the framework there. And we have had a previous uh, guy on on our podcast. I forget if he was maybe episode seven or eight, but um, he talks about how like as physical therapists and chiropractors, we sit down with new leads. We're so we're so energetic. We're so passionate to help them that we sit down. It's like on a first date and we just ask them to marry us like right away. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, the show yeah, do this. yeah. Yeah. And, and so when, when he put it in that, you know, context, I thought, Oh yeah, I need to be nurturing. You know, the first, the first time I went on a date with my wife back in high school, uh, we, I didn't ask her to marry me. I mean, I, I slowly got to know her. And then once I realized, you know, okay, I'd be a fool if I let this, this amazing person go, but I had to nurture it just like she had to nurture. And we have to nurture our leads. That's um, exactly you know, it. It's so exactly play, it. playing it safe and giving them just a small token of information or content, like you just mentioned about, you know, 10 ways of being, you know, active and healthy as we age, something like that, you know, so, something uh, like that. Yeah. It needs to be safe for the prospect, but right. there is one other kind of counterpoint to it is that we do need to move this along. Like, 
right now you could still tell your wife, Hey, let's keep dating. And she's like, are you going to marry me? Are you going to propose? <laughs> and, and, and actually you could lose the opportunity. Well, you see this in business too. Good so point. while we need yeah. to be safe, we also need to move efficiently toward the end transaction. I've seen this in websites. Like I've gone to websites where chiropractic websites where it says, you know, here's all the services we provide. And there's a button that says, learn more, learn more. The whole reason I went to the website was to learn more. That's right. And it's like, now I'm in this loop. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I wish it said download our free guide or schedule your first appointment or, or do an online, you know, we can do an online consult, but something that matriculates the relationship. That's right. Oh yeah. There's probably three chiropractic website groups that all have like the same online you know, brochure. Yeah. And I can tell, as soon as I go there, I can tell. Like, yeah, okay, like, oh, same yep, generic, learn go. more. There, yep. And, so and that, they're losing opportunity. They're losing opportunity. You know, yeah. if, if you do the same as everyone else, first of all, generic, that's not different. It's going to be start blending in the background. People won't notice. Maybe there's some attractive components to it, but it doesn't have a direct. So you, you've already failed two of the, the three elements. It's, it's going to be crippled marketing at best. Right. Yep. So that one, not to, you know, toot my own horn here, but we, we went completely different outside of, of uh, standardized chiropractic websites and actually contracted a physical therapist. To, oh, I love it. To uh, basically like guide me and, and show me the ropes on how to create a website. And he goes, all right, you, you might like this. Some people might not like it. Um, don't know your personality just yet, but we're going to have a lot of videos of you on your website. And there was like a split second where I thought, nope, like, I don't want to be the face of my own clinic. I don't want to be the face of my website. And then I thought, you know what? It, I All these other websites have stock photos. They've got generic chiropractic things. I'm going to do it. I'm going to commit to this. And so I am like right there on our homepage. There's a nice video of me. It's like maybe 10 minutes long. And on every page, it. every page, there's an individual video that they've encouraged me to just talk into. And I, I do, I encourage people to download a free guide, um, you know, sign up for a newsletter, things like that. So all of the things that I think are in your book, um, I've had to learn from other people along the way. And so it's nice that uh, we're going to have one book where we have the framework uh, to, to go get and learn more. So ironically, um, where can people find this book? I'm sure it's on Amazon. Is it on Audible? Yeah. Have you, I love your little side tangents on your Audible books. Where oh, you'll that, just, yeah, yeah. The, the audio, this yeah. is my favorite audio I've ever read. Okay. Read, so I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, it's on Amazon, Barnes Nobles, books, any bookstore, big or small. Awesome. But I, I'll tell you the starting point. Go to gogetdifferent.com. So it's the title, Get Different, but gogetdifferent.com. The reason I said that website is there's free resources there. And within seconds, we can get started on different marketing. If you download the resources, I have a hundred interesting, different, cost-free marketing techniques you can try right now to distinguish your business. And uh, you don't need to read the book to get that. So I would start there, get those resources, and then hopefully you're compelled to get the book too. Awesome. Awesome. I've actually just, uh, just opted in this morning. Uh, I, roll, I, just, I just had a feeling I'm like, every time you do a book, you have your marketing set up the right way to capture, capture yeah. the right information. It's brilliant. Uh, Thank I, what, you. What, what's the next book that you think you're going to write? What's the next problem you're going to solve for small? Yeah, next problem. Well, it, it's actually, you may see it right behind me there. That's the prototype. It's hard okay. to see in the distance. It yeah. says my money bunnies. It's the first time I've ever written a children's book. Okay. Profit first has been so successful uh, for me. And, and there's been so much interest that I've had enough people say, you've got to teach my children how to do this. So I wrote a children's book. Awesome. That's gonna come out by Christmas time. And then uh, I'm revising Clockwork, uh, one of the books I've written. I'm, I'm expanding it because there's so much new research that came out. And I can't reveal it yet, but I do have another brand new concept 
uh, that's coming out in 2020 and 2022, 2023 um, that I've, I've been doing research for about for five years now. I've compiled it and now it's the process of putting it so that it's really palatable and consumable. Let me ask you this question here before we let you go. What What's your writing process look like? Do you start with a big concept and then you break it down into smaller? Or do you just like sit down and you go like Jocko Willink, I'm going to get a thousand words written today. And then in 40 days, I'll have 40,000 words. What's What's your writing style like? I'm definitely not as jacked as Jocko. I'll tell you that. I uh, What I do is uh, I query my readers constantly and ask, what are you facing now? What are the biggest challenges? I, I have about 20 to 30 concepts um, that I'm, I've been investigating and researching. So actively every day I get up and do research. What, what knowledge is out there about it? And we do testing. So I own two companies and I'm a, a licensee, licensor, I should say, or a partner in about four of the companies. All these businesses were testing out theories. Once we start getting traction internally, we start then testing it out with uh, other companies. And then once we have the concept and proof, that's when I start compiling, documenting, and writing. So my my 2022, 23 book, we have all the research done. Now it's just compiling the thoughts. The other thing is I work on about at any given time, three to four books, not writing the books. They're in different stages of testing and research or writing. And uh, right now I'm, I'm, I am writing and I do write every single day. I write a thousand words a day. It's interesting. Wow. Uh, I, it's not a thousand words necessarily. I write for one hour a day from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. every single day, except for weekends. I was there this morning and it's just, it, it keeps it moving. But when I'm in what I call writing season, when I'm, once the research is done and I got to compile, I'll do about four hours of writing every day uh, for, for a few months to really get this together. And then it goes through editorial and stuff like that. Wow. Wow. Brilliant. So from beginning, when you think of an idea until the book actually hits the shelves, how long does that usually take you? Uh, on the, the fastest I've ever turned around a book is five years. The longest is 10. Uh, Get Different took me seven years of, of work to complete this book. Brilliant. Brilliant. See, that's why I think our readers and our listeners are, are, are like starving for that type of information. I mean, I'm, I'm in the process of self-publishing a book. Um, just Just kind of going I, through, just kind of, again, targeting our niche and then just you know, trying to provide information out there. Love for, it. For, so again, there's a little preeminence that goes into like being an author and writing a book. And, and sure. also I, I, that's my legacy is, is what sure. you write. So you've got, you've got a collection of books there that will surpass your time, you know, your, your own, uh, yeah, your time own on this pl- it, I hope on time yeah. on my planet. Yeah. I hope this right. I'm forming a form of legacy that serves generations after right. I've left our planet. That's right. That's right. I mean, we still read, you know, all sorts of books that you have people that have passed away and, and we I will sure forever. Do, yeah. And uh, so that's your legacy. And so I think I, 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 every time I talk to somebody, I think, man, you, you have such a, you know, I was just talking to a physical therapist that specializes with gymnastics injuries. I'm like, that's such a unique group of people to work with. You need to write a book. You know, I'm like encouraging that person to totally. just step out and write a book. And so I think people need to hear that you could get it done in a year if you self-publish and put totally, it on Amazon. Totally. But also if you, if you want it to be a little bit more structured and published like you, five years, that's, that's a long time. That's a commitment. It's not, yeah, it's a long time. It's, it's yeah. not sitting and typing every day. I think right. that's what people confuse. It's, it's, you know, when I release a book, I want to make sure that every ounce of my knowledge, everything that I've extracted, um, is in there in that you'll walk away, you know, you pay 30 bucks for a book or something and it will change your life. Right. To me, there's no greater exchange than a book for 30 bucks and your life is permanently better. But to do that, for at least for me, I need to compile tons of information. 
I would say 90% of the stuff I, I research and find gets thrown in the trash. It's not relevant, but I, I try to compile the story, the methodology, so that's extremely fluid. And it just takes, for me, it just takes me a lot of time to do that right. Well, I can absolutely attest to the $30 investment in profit first. And it has literally saved me and my family and my businesses thousands yes. of dollars. Yes. So, come on. I, I got to give you a little shout out there. I, mean, I love it. I had no idea what to do with money, no idea how to manage it. I thought I could manage it if you think about it that way. Uh, and so now, now there's a structure and every single dollar has a place to go before the end of the love month. It. It's, it's, so I, I can't thank you enough for for uh, that strategy and that book. And it's, it's worked uh, wonders in, like I said, in my businesses and within uh, my family life. So I'm excited to read about uh, the kid's book, the children's book as well. That's for sure. It's called My Money Bunnies. Awesome. And uh, it'll be coming out soon. Awesome. Hey, Alex, thank awesome. you so much. Thank you, Mike, for your time. Happy birthday. Have a great day today. Thanks, brother. And thanks for carving out some time for us. Uh, until next time, my friend, okay? My joy. Be well. Bye-bye. See ya.